Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Stronghold. My name is Sean, and I am your all-powerful DM. Before we jump back into that action, though, let's check in to see what happened last week. Last week on Stronghold. Hey, it's me, Thomas. But you already knew that. So, what happened was I was woken up by Drummond shaking me awake. He had a femur in his hand. I don't really know why. But then we got on to the most important topic, killing the king. We all decided that it should be me, Thomas, to kill the king, because I am the greatest. So I started running up to his throne, and I got noticed by a servant. It happens from time to time. It's just a performance issue on my part. And then, stabbed the king. King woke up, threw me to the ground. Then Hen joined. He started calling us a traitor and an oathbreaker and whatnot. But we killed him. We killed the king. Then we heard skeletons marching, grabbed all of our stuff, and tried to make a run for it. At the back of the throne, we saw a well and with some light glowing out of it. So we decided, hey, there's no doors around here. Let's jump in the well. Got to the bottom of the well, and what we saw was glowing was a, a pile of gold. We grabbed the gold and started making it float up to the top. We got to the top of the well with the gold. We saw a brand new world. But it was all right. Right now, the three of you stand, relax, or sit in a tree in this great big meadow. It is five minutes after you have gotten out of the well. Thomas, you've been counting the coins, and all told, it comes... Actually, what do you do with the coins in your bag, Draman? I, uh, I think, I think I said the last time that I, that I dumped them out as soon as I got up here. I think I didn't want to touch them uh, more than possible, so as soon as I actually appeared here, I, I ditched them. Okay. Thomas, if you count out all of the coins brought up by the three of you combined, it comes to exactly 1,000 gold pieces. And these are strange gold pieces, indeed. They're not like any coinage that you've ever seen before. They're almost rectangular, but with rounded corners. They're a little less than one inch wide, and almost two full inches long. They're fairly thick, and each one is pretty heavy. And combined, you think that you probably have about 200 pounds of gold here. That he can somehow lift? I mean, lifting it in pieces. He's drunk. All right, so I'm, I'm going to take 15 pieces of gold and put it in my bag, and then I'm going to toss the rest back in the well. Okay. You have about three pounds of gold. <sighs> Congratulations. Uh, this, how big is your pack? Do you have like a regular backpack or like an extra large, you like going out pack. into the wilderness? All right, going out in the wilderness. All uh, right. He's got the Freddy pack. <laughs> so was it full beforehand? Because if it wasn't, it is now. Yeah, uh, it's pretty it, full It feels now. like about as much as this bag can take. If you put any more weight in it. Uh, it would probably break. And it certainly isn't a comfortable thing on your shoulders. Freddy, what are you doing during this time? Uh, you've just gotten out of the well. You've explored. You've climbed the tree. I'm going to come back down and see what everybody else is doing. See Thomas cramming gold into his backpack and throwing the rest into the well. And okay. uh, I'll walk over to Draman and see what he's up to. Draman. I think the last thing that I did was attempt to cast Guidance. Uh, so I have not fully realized that everything is not working yet, and I am, again, attempting to cast a spell over and over again in an increasingly panicked manner. What spell are you trying to cast? I started with Guidance, uh, but I have switched over to uh, just trying to cast Light in the palm of my hand. Over what? and over and over again. What's wrong, Drummond? I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I can't. I can't. My Didi's not listening to me. I can't. I can't. I can't make anything happen. I'm not. I'm not able to to do anything. Really? Things pray harder. Things aren't right. Thanks. That's super helpful. Things aren't right. I'm praying as hard as I can, and nothing is happening. You do actually see beads of sweat covering his forehead and face. That's not good. You ever prayed so hard you sweat? Because Draman has. A lot right now. Or offering him up some of your armor polish. Listen, 
Do we listen? Is that it, a common thing? Do you sacrifice? This is important, but it's not that important. Sacrifice is not a big part of the worship of the three gods. Okay. Especially not armor polish. That's heresy. <laughs> That's a no-no. It's unacceptable. The sacred polish. The sacred polish. And I am I'm frantic at this point. I I can't figure out what is going on and I have always been able to at least cast these simple spells and I don't know what is happening. Would I be able to do would an arcana check do anything or make sense to do if he can't cast magic? It would be trying to see what you know about magic right. and what of that might relate to the current situation. That's what an arcana check very frequently is. Gotcha. But yes, the short answer is you can roll arcana and see how it helps you. I'll do that. Please help. Natural 20. Natural 20? All right. You know that a cleric's magic comes directly from their connection to the three gods. Right. They, they pray for something. And like a miracle, it happens. It's different for different clerics. Some, it comes from the sheer power of belief. From some, it's a special, unknowable connection. For some, it's just that they are a great and exemplary person who the gods have rewarded with this position as an intermediary between the divine world and the mundane world. And if a cleric doesn't have the ability to do that, to cast those spells, to use that magical connection, it's because that connection has been somehow broken or severed did you do anything to the gods in the past 48 hours that you can think of i haven't polished my armor in a little bit of time i mean i guess that could be it that's always been the thing that i do that that has has kept me in good uh standing with them i keep my armor polished i i do the right thing do you I, have polish with you let's try that. i have oh i have polish with me i pull out my polish and i start panic uh uh very very panicked uh, polishing my armor. Slow down, slow down, Drummond. Just take your time, nice and easy, like you're dumping, casting, like you're casting a ritual for just yourself. Just What you normally do. Don't, don't overdo it. Into my hand and just, just rubbing it down. And you just don't even take your armor my, off. No, I don't have time to take my armor off. I'm just polishing it on myself, just rubbing okay. my armor. I'm gonna look at it and go like, what kind of weird thing did I just w look into? I bonk him with a finger. <laughs> <laughs> Please recall that the femur was left in King Oathwind's well, not in this well. I wish really hard that I was bonking him with a femur. Um, While you're right. aggressively well, rubbing you... yourself down with all of so drama. If you think about polish. doing, I think you've done some pretty bad stuff lately. Listen, I mean, you just killed the king. You did defile tombs. I did not kill the king. You just defiled a tomb. I didn't defile anything. You stole a dead person's <laughs> femur. I... <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> and you just stole a crap load of gold that was sacrificed to the gods. I didn't steal it. I used it for my survival, and then I put it back. Well, you're an accessory to my theft, so I think that counts. You are the we worst. We can put Thomas back in the well. Lawyer. <laughs> ever. I'm freaking out, guys. I am freaking out. Did it out. help? Did the armor polish help? Uh, I try and cast light again. Still nothing. I try and cast light again. Still nothing. I keep doing it while I'm polishing, ar polishing armor with one hand, trying to cast light with the other hand. Is you there... have amazing hand eye or you have amazing uh, <laughs> hand hand coordination. <laughs> but no, there's there's no additional light in your hand like there has been every time in the past that you've tried to do this. What about I'm trying to think of what uh, what other things could uh could it be? Is there just no magic in this area? I uh the you try and cast something. I'll cast light. What do you do normally to cast light? I have my palms together and I open them up and there's a ball of light. As your palms come together, you can already see light shining between the cracks of your fingers. And as you pull your hands apart, this ball of light is big, and it is so bright that it hurts to look at. Okay, what the f <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Draman. <laughs> Maybe I stole all your magic? Draman, you want me to go get the femur? Bonk the magic out of him. <laughs> Thomas is going to jump back in the well. <laughs> bonk the magic okay, out of him. Okay, we can, we can figure this you out. stole we your gun, Draman. Bonk it out of him. Now that I know that, I will arcane check myself. You, or what or I know. go ahead and make the roll. Yeah, see what you find out. Twenty-one. Man, I'm getting good rolls with these dice. Your magic as a sorcerer has always been a little bit on the unpredictable side, but the the simple things like light are 
supposed you're supposed to have those under control by now. You thought you did. So it's weird that this is so much extra light. You don't know exactly what might cause that. It could be a you thing. Maybe you've done something different than you normally do. It could be a place thing. Maybe this area is having some weird effects on magic. Places like that exist in in my body didn't feel any different. No, your body Nothing felt exactly felt the same when I cast it. You're pretty darn sure that you did everything exactly the same. Hmm. It could be the interference of some very powerful magical being or magical creature. It could be the effect of an item. I don't know what to tell you, Draman. Tell me how to cast anything. Is, is there any way that breaking any of those tombs broke any kind of fine print law that you had with a deity? I don't know. I mean, I never read the fine print. <laughs> I accepted the Eula, so I... I <laughs> Like nobody reads those things. They're too long. So you don't know what you did. I have no idea what I did. I don't know what I did, and I don't know what to do now. So, Draman, how did you become a cleric? When was the first time you asked for help and received it spontaneously? I was pretty young when that happened. Um, I was caught in a dark cavern that I had accidentally wandered into, and I was very young, and I was scared. And I did not know where I was going. And I had heard about people that were able to pray to the gods and have something happen. And I thought I was going to die. And I prayed to the gods for something to happen. And a ball of light appeared. And I could see the way out. So it sounds like there was never any oath. There was never any contract. There was never any agreement between you and any one of the three gods so i will i'll give this nugget to you it doesn't sound like this is a you didn't let anyone down and suffer this as a consequence okay um guys i don't know what to do i don't know what to do either uh if there's anything specific that you want to do you can jump in and say it otherwise i'll just assume that the two of you frantically continue working on this problem yes i sure. do Yes. Thomas. I'd like to try to figure out like about the time of day it is by looking at like the sun. It looks like the mid-afternoon. So getting on in the day a little bit, but still warm and pleasant. All right, I'm going to start setting up camp a little bit away from the well in the tree. Okay. So probably um, just left of the well. Cool. A little distance away, you find a nice flattish spot. The ground here is dry, and it's pretty easy to tramp the grass down. Make a survival check to determine how effectively you set up camp, I guess. 13. Your tent isn't falling down. It's not, you know, professionally taught, though. Joke's on you. I don't have a tent. All right, you're... <laughs> the grass <laughs> shed roll is very diagonally put on the ground. Nobody wants to sleep in it. It just doesn't look comfortable at all. It looks like a little slug trying to crawl. That grass sure Weird is stomped visual. down. Just Weird visual. flattened grass. It didn't take much, I guess. You, maybe maybe setup camp was a bit ambitious of a phrasing there. He <laughs> just kind of stomps around in a circle and throws down a blanket. It's like, oh, no, I'm done. digging like a fire pit. I'm gonna get some branches from the tree to get all right started. you can find some branches not a whole lot it's not going to be a roaring bonfire but you will have a little bit of warmth and light we can uh, catch the whole the tree night. on fire don't tempt me but it'll be a functional if not overly comfortable campsite for you and as the day goes on and thomas you continue to set up your campsite and maybe count your gold and as freddie and Draman, you continue trying to answer these magical mysteries the sun begins to sink in the sky and soon it stretches into late afternoon and then twilight and before long the sun has set and it's not it's not uncomfortable out here but it is a little bit chilly there a nice breeze going it's a little too breezy, a little it's, too breezy. it's high up here and the wind is constantly moving are you guys equipped for cold weather camping yeah bedroll yeah i'm freaked out so i'm not even taking off my armor i'm sleeping in my armor all right i will give you one level of exhaustion tomorrow really yeah 
All right. I'm it's a rough off. sleep. Okay. I'm taking, here. I'm I'm not taking a level of exhaustion. Then I'm taking my armor off. But I I hug it. That's fine. You can you can spoon your armor. <laughs> I spoon it hard. I'm not going to say it's acceptable, but it's a thing you can do. <laughs> I'm doing it. I am spooning. Okay. You wake up the next day, and here you are. It's the same meadow. Not much seems to have changed. You and all of your stuff is covered in dew unless you slept in a tent of some sort. It's a little later in the day before the sun is actually able to make it above the mountains and uh, start warming things up and drying things out again. So it's a kind of a cold little bit crummy morning it's not super great i'm gonna get a a fire going to kind of dry out my sleeping bag okay what are you roll. catching on fire the the tree like i'm gonna climb back up the tree and the grab, whole tree just <laughs> grab just some more burn, branches just burn the tree set down. it on fire okay you know you want to do it just burn the tree down just i'm not down. in arson ist ist that's the guy in a cat. Neither one. He's neither one. <laughs> I'm not an arson or an ist. <laughs> He's just both at the same time. Okay. So, what are you all doing today? Continuing to freak out. Okay. Freaking out. So, as the only person who's really excited to be in this well world. Of course you are, Thomas. How about we just pick a direction and start walking? Have we seen any food? Have you guys seen anything to eat? Not acceptable food, but yeah. Like what? I haven't seen anything. Birds and bugs and such. Just birds and bugs? I mean, you haven't been going out looking for we've animals. Literally, we've literally, the farthest we've moved away from the well is to climb a tree and put and make a campsite. Right. You I guys have know. really not explored this area <laughs> at all. No, we all kind right. of showed up, Let me... freaked out, and went to bed. <laughs> Let me see what's in my pack. I might have some rations. I say that we actually just save our rations. Until the end of the day when we were ready to make camp. I'm starving, though. I think you're just hungover. That probably, too. No, you're not hungover. You're probably in withdrawal. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's got the shakes. We call him old Shaky Freddy. <laughs> it's not a... I'm like a crippled old man now. Not a type of Freddy you see very often back no. in Caton. Besides the well in the tree, are there any significant landmarks? In the direction we'll call behind you, there are mountains. They are steep, sharp-sided behemoths that... In their upper reaches are just a thousand feet or more of sheer stone faces. And then in the direction we'll call in front of you, the landscape falls away into valley and forest and rivers, waterfalls, a beautiful alpine landscape. So I say that we just go towards that valley. It's got some water next to it. It's got a forest and maybe has some wildlife Maybe in some there. deer or something in there. Yeah, we can kill something and eat it. So let's go down there. All right. You okay, Draman? Think you can make it? I am not okay. Come on, we but can get I, you. We can get you some food. But I, it'll... I'm really just following whatever whatever you guys do at this point. I'm shook, as the kids say. Will you be okay to fight if we encounter anything? I have no idea. I literally have no idea what is going to happen. Armor or use, no armor? Can you use your weapon? Are uh, you strong enough to fight I, without magic? I think so. I. Make sure you put on your armor and just run at him. I've never I'll take care of the rest. had to before, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay. Are you well, wearing your armor to hike? Yes. Sorry. I almost feel a little like I offended you by asking. You did. <laughs> you offended me by asking. He if literally I'm... smothered himself with armor polish without even taking it off. Am I conscious? <laughs> yes. Do I have armor? Yes. He's just very greasy. <laughs> your your whole bedroll is just armor polish. He's <laughs> just a very greasy boy. <laughs> Where so are we going, Sean? You pack up all your stuff and you head downhill to the edge of the forest that you see in front of you. And who has the highest passive perception? Uh, Not me. I have a sixteen. That's probably. The... I have a twelve. So, Drummond, <laughs> as you are clanking down towards the forest. You catch a glimpse of something out of your peripheral. And as you turn your head, you see emerging from the forest three odd-looking men on horseback. And they look directly at you. And they pause for a moment. And they start in your direction. Neither of you, Freddy nor Thomas, will see th these individuals for some moments yet unless you are told otherwise. 
guys, 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 guys. What? Guys. What? Guys. What, Drummond? Did you get your magic back? Guys, there's guys. There's guys, there's guys. There's other guys, guys. Where? That general direction. And you both see them. They are now completely out of the forest. They're into the meadow. And they have set a course to intercept you on your path oh, into the snap. woods. There's right, only guys. two of them? There Hold on. How far away are they? Right now, they are probably 160 feet away. 160. All right. I'm going to... And let's call you guys 80 feet from the woods. So they're in the woods. They're coming out of the woods and at you from an angle. Gotcha. You okay. are going down to the woods. <clears throat> And you are closer to the woods than you are to the three mounted men. Do they look aggressive? They do not. They look very well dressed and extremely fair of complexion. The horses that they ride are, each and every one, magnificent beasts. Large and powerful, but at the same time, sleek and graceful. I'm going to ready before you ball my fists together and fire is going to envelop them. Okay. And I'm going to ready a firebolt in case they attack. Okay. Good to know. All right. So, Matt, address the group. So, guys, these guys look like they're nobles or the people with a lot of money. So, in my mind, yeah. we got a few options going on here. I don't like. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like. Just, just hear, hear me out. I don't hear like. I don't like I'm the just... way you said anything you just said <laughs> and how much you're smiling. <laughs> so, I got to. Thomas, you don't you have enough gold in your pack right now? Just, just listen to my ideas, all right? Okay. We'll <laughs> listen. All right, so option number one is we can kill them, take all their stuff, yeah, and then we got... That, yeah, that's about right. That's what I thought. That option. And then we got horses that we can ride on. They'll also carry our stuff. Option number two is we can talk to them. Option number three is we can talk them, make a distraction, and then shank them. Why are so many of your options shank these people before we know anything about them? Well, then, because I don't trust them. But we don't know them. I don't trust exactly. them. They could help us. They could tell us what's happening. We, they might even know what's wrong with Draman. Doubt it. But, I mean, they got money on them. They got horses. I'm willing Thomas. to take any chance to fix what is going on here. So I am right. going to wave at them. They notice your wave. And actually, Freddy, as soon as your hands were enveloped in fire... They paused for a moment and then proceeded on. And now they give you a very casual, somewhat limp-wristed wave back and continue approaching you. And they come to about 30 feet away before reining their horses into a stop. Except you notice that their horses do not have reins. And in fact, they're riding in saddles that look very strange indeed. They are without stirrups. They have no bridle. In fact, it looks like there's no way for these people to control their mounts at all. But you've never seen such casually excellent horsemanship before. Wow. Thomas, be ready. You're the one that's got fire on your fists. And I'm, just, I'm just chilling. <laughs> Is that how you just hang out? You're like, hey, guys. Arnold I'm actually, fisted. I'm flaming. I'm not chilling. I'm flaming. He's white-knuckled <laughs> Arnold fisting at him. Just, hey, yeah, this is what I do when I'm hanging out. I drink. I, I I'm fire going fist. to, because Thomas is in front of me or behind me. It's up to you guys. What's your order? Well, Draman was last as we were walking up to the, yeah. the forest, so I would assume that Thomas was up front. Yeah, but sure. he's beside me. So I'm going to gently nudge Thomas with my, my elbow and kind of whisper in his ear and say, Hold on, get ready in case anything goes crazy. But we should at least hear them out. Cool. All right, Draman, you want to go talk to him? Go say hey? Uh, yeah, um, I'm going to uh, approach them non-menacingly uh, and, and greet them and tell them we are lost and, and, and confused and we're, we just need to know where, where we are. They listen to your whole spiel. I'm definitely rambling, um, and I'm, I'm still shook. They're they're waiting for you to stop rambling. Okay, I, I guess I eventually peter off and, and stop. So it's a long, long ramble, yeah. and one of those really awkward finishes to any ramble where you're just very self-conscious of the fact that you're still talking and not even you know why, but you do end. 
and it takes a moment, but then they respond in a language you haven't heard before. It is an ethereal and lilting tongue, but it makes no sense to you at all. And then they point up the hill back in the direction that you came from. And then they make, uh, or the one in front, that is, the one who is speaking to you. He points up the hill towards the direction that you came from. And then he points down to the ground several times. And before your very eyes, he produces from nowhere a palm full of water that he pours onto the ground. And he points down again. Yes, we came from up there and i point back to up there with the water i point to the water on the ground yeah that these things <laughs> i talk very loudly yes we came from there to here water all right <laughs> and you can see in the in the face of the one at the front the obvious leader this look of triumph of supreme satisfaction. That can't be good. And he puts out his hand. Don't do it, Draman. As if he expects you to fill it with something. I shake his hand. He knocks your hand away. And it takes a moment for him to think. And he's, he's speaking all the while to you. And he too slows down and gets louder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reach my bag and pull out one of my gold pieces. And he sees it immediately, and he points to that, and he puts out his hand. I'm going to give him one. Man, he's a little greedy. And <laughs> Thomas, give him the gold. And he holds it, and it looks like, he looks like a man who has just found water in a desert, or a man who has just found a foil Charizard. I'm going to hand yeah, out. Much more <laughs> relevant to our, to our listener base. <laughs> I'm going to stick out my hand and like motion for it back. He doesn't even notice. He's... He's wrapped up in this. He, he gazes at it for a moment as if it's the only thing in the world. And then he puts it in this small pouch on his belt and he puts out his hand again. Help us first. I'm going to stick out my hand and do the same motion back. <laughs> and when he doesn't get what he wants, he starts to get rather visibly frustrated. And he sits up very straight and he starts talking to his companions again in the same strange tongue i'm gonna gently nudge thomas and Get it's ready. not long before they all of them hop down off of their horses oh boy and the leader walks up to you thomas and he takes his the coin back out and he there's just a, a flurry of hand motions all of which seem well make an intelligence check or uh, better would be insight, actually. All right. Twelve. From oh, wait, insight. Sorry, ten. <laughs> <laughs> he sure seems concerned about this piece of gold. <laughs> um, and from context clues, he wants more of them. Thomas, give him some more gold. Give him some. <clears throat> give him some more gold. No, you give him your gold. I don't have any. I put it all down. I don't have any either. That's my last piece. That is the biggest lie. Shut the fuck up. And, and he looks at all three of you, and then he puts up ten fingers, and then he puts up ten fingers again, and then he puts up ten fingers again, and he, and he starts he starts trying to, with his hand, indicate a large pile. Okay, so we know they so, have a base ten counting system. That's a good thing to start with. So he, he pulls his hands apart to indicate width, and then flashes 10. And he pulls his hands apart front to back to indicate length, puts up 10, and then up and down, and then 10. I think he wants a cube. I'm going to point back to the well. Or does he want all the gold? Yeah, I'm going to point back to the well and say, all your gold's in there, go get it. Uh, roll a deception check. What's your charisma there, big guy? going to be 19. Okay. Yeah. He looks straight at you, and he points at you, <laughs> and then he counts on his fingers, one at a time, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. You're going to die. Well, damn. <laughs> give, give, give him fourteen gold. I'm going to flip him off and then stab him. <laughs> Make an attack roll. God damn it! Do I get to roll with advantage? Sure. 
We just met these guys, and all they asked for was some gold that we didn't have a couple minutes ago. And you hobo shank him! <laughs> well, he's dead, because that's a 21. 21 what? To hit? Yeah, to hit. You hit. Roll damage. How many dice you gotta roll over there? I gotta roll a lot. And this would be a surprise attack, right? Mm-hmm. Alright, so it's also a crit. Everyone else can just start rolling initiative while this is going on. Yeah. Sorry, I gotta yeah, I gotta fair. roll like a lot. <laughs> Draman, what was your dexterity? Draman or got, initiative. Draman got an eight for initiative. So, Sean, that was a total of twenty eight. Twenty eight damage? Twenty eight damage. Okay. Jeez. Just a second. Freddie, what was your initiative? Four. Thomas, what was your initiative? Six. Does my ready spell... Well, they didn't attack. Okay. If they attack before my turn, does it count? Or is it just if they attack to like... Sure. I'll I'll accept that. Because okay. obviously they're going to attack after he stabbed him. Yeah. Except that first everything goes pitch black. The blackest black that you've ever seen anywhere. What about my fists? You can't see them. You can't see anything. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Thomas, what did you do? <laughs> and that 21 didn't, or how much? Did 28. It? 28 didn't kill it? Oh, uh, yes. Thank you for reminding me. No, it didn't. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> We're all going to die here. We're already dead. <laughs> is that why we can't see anything? All right. Thomas, what is your AC? 15. I don't like where this is going. I didn't like where it was going when he ganked these guys. First <laughs> chance he got. <laughs> All right, you feel yourself get stabbed twice. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you had that coming. You yeah. had that coming. Yeah. Uh, make a constitution saving throw. 19. So the first one hits you for seven damage, and the second one... Make another constitution saving throw. Nat 20, so a total of 22. The next one hits you for 8. I'm down. Okay, let's see. Drummond, what's your AC again? 21. You feel a blade of some sort scrape across your armor, around your midriff. It scrapes across the lower part of your breastplate. And then another one coming in a fraction of a second later found the the gap between that breastplate and your leg hip armor area whatever those pieces of armor are called and it gets right in there roll me a constitution saving throw please 12 so you feel you get stabbed again uh for the umpteenth time so uh, no this is just the third time you've been stabbed or slashed in this game and the stab itself does nine damage. Thomas, but what did you, you do? feel terrible. Uh, you can feel this ache spread from the wound through the rest of your body, and you take another 13 damage on top of that. And it's your turn now. I oh, is it? <laughs> cry out in pain and attempt to indicate, obviously in our own language, that we don't want to fight. And I back away from where the general direction I was stabbed in, raising my shield and attempting to exclaim that we don't want to fight. One of us is threatening, but he does that when he feels uncomfortable. The rest of us don't want to fight you. Okay, so I'm going to count backing away with your shield up as a disengage action. So don't worry about an attack of opportunity. You're in this world of darkness as you back up for about 15 feet. And then everything pops back into light, the light of the early morning meadow. And in front of you, there is a sphere rising about halfway out of the ground of complete darkness. Okay, I will take another 15 feet, my full movement back, mm -hmm. and use my, um, I guess that would be a bonus action to yell that we are in a some type of sphere of darkness and we need to get out of it. 
I can see now because I backed up 15 feet. Run. Also, I got stabbed, and it hurt a lot. Freddie, you need to get out of there. <laughs> Thomas, you can do what you want. <laughs> this is the part of the game, I think the first time we've had to make a death saving throw. When a character uh, gets reduced to zero hit points, they are down or unconscious, and they have to see if their body is robust enough to survive the wounds inflicted upon them under its own steam. The shape that takes is in the form of death saving throws. Every turn, I'm going to have you roll a d20. If it is above 10, you succeed. 10 or below, you fail. If you get three failures, your character, Thomas, is dead for good. If you get three successes, you are stable, and you will not be in danger of dying unless you get stabbed while unconscious. Gotcha. So go ahead and make a death saving throw for me, please. It's a natural one. <laughs> so on your sheet, there is a place for death saving throws. Fill in one pip for failed. Freddy, everything around you is blackness. You heard someone get stabbed twice um, and then hit the ground in a crumply noise. Oh, I knew exactly who that was. <laughs> you, heard, you heard the scrape of metal on metal, and then another more definite shink as a metal slid past metal. Knew exactly who that was. And you heard Drummond cry out in pain, then back up and then shout his bit about not wanting to fight, and then the bit about being in a sphere of darkness. And now it is your turn. Oh, I am going to back up as fast as humanly possible. All right. You will provoke an attack of opportunity. What is your AC? 13. You get stabbed. Roll a constitution saving throw. 18. All right. You feel that ache start to spread, but manage to work through it. And all you have to contend with is the pain of a knife, or a very large knife, to be honest, in your gut. You take five damage. What are you doing with the rest of your turn? You still have... Your full movement, or 25 feet of your movement anyway, and so an action I'm, and a bonus action. I'm out of the sphere now? No. Uh, you're just not within arm's reach of any of the opponents. Oh, I'm going to back as much as I can out until I'm out of the sphere. Okay, you're out of the sphere. You've moved about half of your total movement. All right, what else do I see? You just see the sphere. the sphere of blackness in front of you. And Thomas is already down, so he can't be hurt anymore, right? You don't know. You don't see Thomas. You heard him go down. You don't know his current condition. Draman, have you seen Thomas? I I, uh, I haven't. I I heard him, uh, but I can't. I, 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 I didn't see him, and I can't see him now. <sighs> I'm going to yell in there. Thomas, please forgive me. And... um. How big is the sphere? It's about 30 feet across from side to side. Just fireball it. I'm going to cast Burning Hands. So I'm going to cast it on me and step back into the Shadow Sphere, 15 feet. Okay, so I'm going to roll their Dexterity Saving Throws. Okay. Uh, what is the DC? 13. So you don't know. Roll damage. All right. It... And so I'm you casting... step back in, it's darkness all around you. Right. And you're, you believe that you're pushing fire out away from your hands. Right. Also, roll a d20 for me. Okay. Um, I'm casting this as a second level spell as well. Okay. Oh, frick. What did you roll? A one. Roll on the wild magic table, please. This could be, this could be good. All right, so I'm going to roll a d10,000. Yep. I got 7,684. Please don't kill me. 7,684. Target's weapon is cloned. 7,684. So I have two burning hands now. Target's weapon is oh. closed. No, the target is self. Yeah. So, Ooh. weapon. There is... Your belt is strangely heavy. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, All right, so roll that damage for me now, please. Fourteen. Okie doke. Did the the shield or the blackness go out? Nope. Dang it. You returned to the blackness and that is where you are now. That's where you ended your turn. Right. Thomas. 
you are unconscious, so you do not feel it. But go ahead and fill in all of your successes. I probably killed him, didn't I? <laughs> he feels, or he would, if he were conscious, feel stable. Really? He does not know why, because again, unconscious. Drummond, one of these strange-looking men comes out towards you. He has in either hand a short sword, and in his eye is menace. Not cool, dude. It's very menacing. One after another, one hits your shield, one stabs at uh, your thigh plate, and he is not able to find a way in. However, you can tell from the finesse with which he wields his weapons, he is a seasoned combatant. Freddy, you're in the darkness. You feel, just in the air on either side of you, two swords. You feel the air brush your your face, but you are not hit. Drama, it is your turn. I am going to disengage and back up 15 feet and lay my hammer on the ground and gesture that I am not fighting. Okay, good to no, know. That's it. Thomas, you're still unconscious. Freddie, what are you doing? Remember, you're in the darkness again. Um, what would it cost for my turn to make an arcana check? I would allow that as a bonus action. All right. Since I will... it's just a knowledge thing. I will do a bonus action of Arcana check. Natural 20. You know all about magical darkness. You've probably seen it before, and you know that when and where it is cast, no light, magical or otherwise, can penetrate. The right. spell can be dispelled, but it is a rare creature or person indeed that can see through it or act in it normally. All right, I am going to step back out of the shadow. Okay. Or the, the darkness. Are you taking an action? That begins with the letter D. Yes. So what are you doing? I'm disengaging. What does that look like for Freddy? For Freddy, since I'm still in the dark and I have no idea what's happening, and I'm hoping that for whatever miraculous something that those burning cone hit something, I kind of crouch down as low as I can with still being able to move and kind of put my hands up in front of me to make sure that I don't touch anybody. and um. I think my hands are on fire. I'm not sure. Because okay. I can't see anything. And I slowly back up. You get out. You still have half of your movement left. All right. Basically, the question is, do you want to stay on the edge of this dark sphere? Or do you want to move even further away? I will move further away. And what side of the sphere did I just come out of? The opposite side of Draman. You're on the wood sign. And Draman is has moved back further up into the meadow. So I can't see Draman at all. You cannot. Okay. However, you can hear him. Or you were able to hear him fighting this other combatant. Gotcha. Okay, I will stay there. Drummond, the one who is fighting you, he sees you lay down your warhammer, and he looks taken aback. He doesn't know what to do, because this has never happened before. And he gestures, like, menacingly at you, like he, like, like he looks as if he's going to stab you just to see what your reaction is. Even though you are a full... 30 feet away from him at this point, and he will cautiously approach you, and he gets within five feet. He's in your striking distance, and then he starts to kick away your warhammer, away from your ability to grasp it. Freddy, you see a face appear just outside of that sphere of darkness, and it is a disturbing sight, because it is just face and then blackness all around it. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. I am the orb. <laughs> Comes all the way out, and he's going to attack you again. You see two swords flash out, one after the other, one in each hand at you. One of them misses you. It gets snagged on a bit of your cat toga, and it undoes some of the seams. But oh, with no! the other one, he, he gets a pretty good gash into your upper arm. Roll a constitution saving throw for me. 24. All right. Um, again, with that ache, but it stays there. It doesn't spread. And instead, all you take is the seven damage. Seven? From the sword. Jeez. How you feeling? What was the first one? I forgot to deduct it. It was five, right? Sure. Apparently, Colin was paying attention. 17. I'm, I'm still, I'm okay. Colin now cares about damage. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> all right. Well, I should have paid more attention to my own life before I started to shank people. Really? Really? Yeah. Are we having a life-changing near-death experience? <laughs> yes. Thomas is 
having a very life-changing experience. He sees the light at the end of the tunnel. He's like, no! No, he didn't see a light. <laughs> Drama, it's your turn. Uh, he kicked my hammer away from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, moved menacingly towards me. I mean, he's he's clearly uncertain. You yeah. don't need to roll an insight check to see that this is new territory to him. He has never had an opponent just lay down their weapon. I gesture non-menacingly, like open hands, not going to do anything. Where is your shield? I guess it's on my hand. So I, I'm holding my shield up, but my hand that had, that would grab my warhammer, I'm just gesturing non-menacingly, like I'm not going to pick it up. You notice that he is watching your open hand intently, as one might a armed hand. Uh, insight. Uh, it's uh fifteen. Maybe he thinks you're gonna cast a spell at him. Who knows? Could be. Freddy, you're in one-on-one -on -one combat. Um, I'm going to cast shield on myself. Okay. Uh, roll that d20. Twelve. So an invisible barrier, a magic force appears around me almost like a big bubble and uh until the start of my next turn i have plus five ac um or plus five bonus to my ac including against triggered attacks and then i'm going to spend two sorcery points to cast firebolt okay it's a bonus action does a 23 hit it does roll damage and you see this fire bolt hit your opponent in his left hand where he's holding the sword and just spiral up his arm, burning his armor and his clothes and his skin alike as it goes up. Seven. Makes it the one who's fighting you, Draman. He's going to... He's gesturing at you. Make an insight check to figure out what he's trying to... Sure. Indicate. Do I get, before I roll it, do I get a feel for, I mean, he's, he's gesturing to try and communicate something? He is trying to communicate okay. instructions to you, you feel. Ten. He wants you to sit down. I sit down. Okay. Freddy, you're being attacked again. This okay. guy whose arm you just burnt up is not at all happy with you, and he's coming at you again. There. And your AC is now 18, correct? Correct. Is he still attacking me with two or just one? Still two, but... Even though on, his arm's burned? Yeah. On each occasion, he skids off of that magical, invisible bubble. And that just makes him even angrier. Dramedy, you sitting man. down? Freddy, it's your turn to react to that. <clears throat> I can see that he's very angry. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just going to go all in. Okay. I am going to drop to the ground and put my arms above my head. All right. Right now, you cannot see him. You can only right. see his feet. And so you don't see whatever it is thuds heavily into the back of your head and knocks you out. Okay. Draman, do we need to still be an initiative? I will not fight this guy. Okay. After you sit down, he indicates that you should put down your shield. And he kicks it away too. And he has you just sit there. And he watches you somewhat suspiciously still until the sphere of darkness disappears just as instantaneously as it had appeared. And when it does, you see the bodies of your two companions lying still, motionless, on the ground. And you see one of your attackers massaging what looks like a very painful burn on his entire left arm. And you see the other one with his hand over his gut where he had been stabbed by your accomplice. But they don't seem in ill spirits. And they, the three of them, they reconvene and they talk together in that unintelligible language of theirs. And they, all three of them, look at you very strangely because none of them, it seems, have ever seen an opponent surrender. And then they come and they surround you and they're talking at you and they're talking at you and they're gesturing someone and you don't understand any of it. You don't even know how much of it is actually directed to you or just conversation between the group of them. And the first thing that you really understand is after a decent bit of conversation on their part, when it looks like they are taking quite an interest in your armor. And they grab the edge of one of the pieces and they give it a shake. And they're talking to you again. 
you want to roll an insight check to figure this one out? Yes. Nat 20. They want you to take this armor off so that they can have it. I cannot give you my armor. Okay. I try and communicate to them that this is the most important thing that I have, and I will give them anything else, but I can't... This is... This is, you know, um, like in, had, did anybody watch Golden Compass, the bears that have the armor and it's like soul bound to them and I cannot surrender this armor. I will, I will die before I give them my armor. I will give them anything else I have. I pull off my pack and empty it in front of me. They start going through it. And just offer them whatever is there. Do you have any cool stuff in there? No. <laughs> I got like some rope and a They don't care. A tender box. They like that armor. Um I got a They find a buckle. Nope, nope, not happening. I'm going to back I'm I'm gonna back up. I'm gonna push my way away from them while sitting. How much of a fight are you gonna make this? I am Do we go- need to get the dice back out? I'm going to resist. I'm going to resist my me getting my armor taken. Okay, that's fine. They the one who was fighting you grapples you roll a strength check get it drumming show him who's balls uh 21 you throw him off but then the other two come (laughs) and they do restrain you and then you two feel a thunk on the back of your head just ever so briefly you don't even feel the end of the thunk as the world goes dark i don't like this What an episode, right? Before you take off, I just wanted to remind everyone that our merch giveaway contest is still going on. And the official rules are online on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at GoStronghold. But basically, you have a chance to like, share, follow, and tag your way into a sweet, free bundle of Stronghold swag. Anyway, our next episode comes out on Wednesday, May the 6th. And ha! I tricked you. You thought I forgot to give a shout-out, but I didn't. Johannesburg444, this one's for you. You're awesome. Everyone else, you can still be awesome, too. Simply by leaving us an iTunes review and telling all your friends. Talk to you next week.